Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Casey's Outdoor Solutions. Casey's is a premier garden center and gift shop located in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. They offer a wide selection of high-quality plants, landscaping materials, and home decor. They do amazing high-quality work and can help you transform your indoor and outdoor living spaces into something beautiful. So stop by Casey's Outdoor Solutions today and let them know you appreciate their support for Rock Solid Radio. Visit Casey's today at 21481 State Line Road, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Welcome to Rock Solid Radio. This is Merle Hutchinson sitting alongside the lady who fills my God-sized hole. No, 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 Wait, no. Wait, you don't do that? <laughs> Wait. Did you not listen to last week's show? What? I thought, I thought that's the reason why we got married, so you could help fill the hole. And by the way, it's not God-sized. It's God-shaped. Like it's... Yeah, but God, I like God-sized. It's big. <laughs> Either way, I can't fulfill it. So. Well, that's disappointing. Why didn't you tell me that 35 years ago? <laughs> Holy cow. Well, ah. you know, it takes us a while. We're slow learners. So well, if you didn't get a chance to listen to last week's show, please, please go back. We had a little spirited discussion of like, is this a girl comment? You know, like this phrase, does it come from a female? I've it actually originated from a male philosopher, theologian. He so didn't like, use the terminology. <laughs> God-shaped hole. <laughs> he did not. He said cravings and desires. Oh, now anyway. that I can make oh, sense of. Oh my gosh. All right. It's hey, been a long show. The- <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thanks for joining us. So yeah, we are kind of in the second part then. Second part of filling up that God-shaped hole. Um, and today we're going to get a little bit more um, applicable to well, what am I going to put in that? <laughs> Applicable. That's a big word, especially for a young whippersnapper like myself, right? So speaking of that, okay, I'm going to digress here for a second. Oh, I, was, no. I was eating lunch with our son today, and so he said, um, what does inconspicuous mean? And he couldn't even say the word, and he's like, inconspicuous. And so I said, um, why do you ask? And he, oh, no reason. I was like, Mm-hmm. Okay, there's something inconspicuous going on there. Like, uh-huh, mm-hmm. I'm a little nervous about that. But yeah, he couldn't even say the word, but I kind of... Did you ever get to the answer as to... Um, he didn't have a reason why he was asking. Okay, not so. at all. You never got around <laughs> to that at all, huh? Okay. No, so here's the way example I gave him. I said, so when you started a little YouTube experiment the other day with some some suntan lotion and some cocoa powder and it was like <laughs> this experiment he was saying he said it was good for his skin i think he was trying to make oh himself tan gosh. or something and he uh. created this gigantic mess where he tried to clean it up with a a rag and a sponge and and he threw things in the dishwasher and it was all over the counter and the sink and so like it wasn't very inconspicuous that he had <laughs> created this experiment I said so it would have been if you had just cleaned it all up and I would have never known that you had done this inconspicuous little experiment but you got to learn to hide those things <sighs> son I love teenage boys got to love it got to love it all right so break. yeah so yeah and fall break mm-hmm. that's brings it all to life mm-hmm. so anyway we are we're going to talk Sorry, I about <laughs> well, we're going to try to fill that digression <laughs> and the idea here today is is taking from what you started with hun with that that god-shaped hole and actually then putting it into a little bit more tangible mm-hmm. uh sense of well what areas do i need to actually go after and mm-hmm. how am i fulfilling those things yeah. okay so we're going to get a little bit more practical in that sense 
Uh, let's thank a few people and then let's get into our work. Yeah, so we want to thank our two sponsors, Maxwell Construction and Casey's Outdoor Solutions for their support of Rock Solid Radio and Rock Solid Families and the mission and vision of strong and healthy families. And really, if you're not familiar with Rock Solid Families, we really encourage you to get on our website to check it out. Um, rocksolidfamilies.org mm. and you can kind of uh, learn about us see a lot of our work our writings our, our blogs we have over 200 podcasts mm-hmm. now and so we've been doing what we're doing today for over four years and we first started on the radio thus rock solid radio mm-hmm. um, and so now is just a podcast that can be aired on demand and so you know please go back and check out our library that is you know you can even search um, for our blogs and stuff just by words like anxiety or parenting or faith or whatever. So hope you'll tune in. Yeah, very good. Um, also talking about that, we want to continue to remind people to reach out to us uh, for marital help or parenting um, mm-hmm. concerns that you might have. Um, one in particular tool that we use is our Rock Solid Marriage mm-hmm. tool, which is a, uh, a program that we put together to help couples strengthen their marriage um, get it to the next level, um, hopefully prevent it from floundering and becoming mm-hmm. uh, more of a, a dark spot in their life. So let's let's help you to thrive. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Um, all right. So let's let's get into this. All Tell right? me about your essential eight, because that's the you know, that's our theme of the show this week. So. Tell me a little bit about where that came from and what you're talking about. Well, the reason why I don't, I, I, this isn't the right word, like I don't like the God-shaped hole. Um, I don't like that description because a hole is empty, and I'm not even quite sure what you mean to fill it, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I need to be more practical and say, well, what What do <laughs> you, you need mean? Sim- you need it simplified? I need to simplify. <laughs> I need to make it make sense for me, Linda. <laughs> And so, and us guys in particular are definitely compartmentalized uh, thinkers. And so we got to know like, well, just tell me like what area I can focus on. Mm. And and so when you describe the God-shaped hole, your brain can see lots of different things coming in to help, you know, take care of whatever that is. My brain is like... (coughs) Well, I don't know. Like, just let me start in one area. So that's funny because I don't know if you've read the book, um, something about uh, not men are from Mars and women are from Venus, but like women are spaghetti and men are like waffles. Yeah. And so it's that compartmentalizing of that you need this very laid out where women are all over the place with spaghetti and, you know, spider webbing all over from one thing to another. And so, yeah, we can kind of, bring it all together where you need it in little boxes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because then That's I know what women. to go after. That's true. I, I know Good what point. to go after. I know where to put energy into. Otherwise I just get frustrated. Yeah. Like you said, it's all that spaghetti all over the place. <laughs> I can't straighten it out. So let's just eat it. Okay? okay. Yeah. And so here's the deal. Like, um, you can look up these, the, um, physical um, necessary items that you have to have, your physical necessities, right? And you have to have those. We talked about that in our last show. So Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Hierarchy of needs Mm -hmm. and food, water, Mm -hmm. and shelter make up um, a large part of that. But if you just have that as a human, you still will not be feeling like your life is going Mm. very well. And you will get symptoms, okay? And these symptoms are really important for us to tune into because your symptoms are screaming messages mm. at you, 
all right? No different than if you stub your toe on the side of your bed. <laughs> the symptom of that pain tells you, okay, Ouch. you just got a message. Now, what are you going to do about it, okay? Mm-hmm. And so... Um, there are physical symptoms, but there are other symptoms, and we think of them as being more mental, mental health type symptoms. But when these things go bad, when these areas are not covered well, we will get a lot of mental as well as physical mm-hmm. symptoms. Yeah. Okay, they will come out physically as well, and we will be wondering, like, what's wrong? What's going on? I'm, I'm not in a good place in my life. And what we're going to show you today is if you can drill down to these areas, you can start to get a handle on how to help yourself. Yeah, and and you kind of alluded to it, hon. Our mental health, our physical health, our spiritual health, our relational health are all intertwined. And you can't starve one and expect the other to be fine. Mm -hmm. And so just like you can't go without food and water for a long period of time, you can't go without these for a long period of time. So we're going to be talking about why these are so important and why they're essential to our emotional and mental and physical health. Yeah. So let me go through the eight real fast. We did these in the last show, but I'm just going to run through them real fast. But then we're going to break them down because Mm -hmm. each of them has a different level of significance for each person depending on your wiring your environment Mm -hmm. your circumstances get a piece of paper out because i think they're important these are these are the things that i think as you said hon especially for men they need to kind of have it clearly laid out and so if you can write these down when you're feeling angst or when you're feeling helpless or hopeless then you're like oh this is because of that so Mm -hmm. Get a piece of paper. Yeah. Okay. So the first area of emotional need that I better I better understand it for myself and then try to figure out how I have to satisfy it. The first one is control. Mm. Every person has to have a level of control that works for them. And I it's very specific to them. Okay. So we've all heard the phrase, well, he or she is a control freak. Well, that's a person that in order to feel like together, like everything's going okay in their life, they have their hand on a lot of different parts, okay? And when one of those parts is not under their control, it starts to freak them out. Are you looking at me? I am not looking at you any closer (laughs) than I I have You're looking at me. Right? And so, uh, and that creates, hon, in you, when you are lacking control in certain areas, it creates anxiety in you. Yeah. That's the physical manifestation, the emotional manifestation is anxiety, mm. okay? And so if we don't understand that, we will just keep thinking, um, wow, man, she's just a pain in the butt about this and that. She's always got to have, but it's actually, she, you're trying to minimize your anxiety. Right. It's fear-based. Yeah, it's fear-based. Yeah. And so you have a high level of control, and when it's not being met, mm-hmm. it starts to freak you out. And this was huge. This is why, you know, I was raised in a church, but I had a very traditional check-off-the-box kind of relationship with God because of that control. Like, mm-hmm. surrendering to the Lord and trusting in Him and literally submitting to His way was a very huge control thing for me, right? So it it took a lot, and I, I always want to try to keep taking it back, but I know that it's much better in the mm-hmm. Lord's hands. But you're right. It is a huge part of my struggle. Yeah. Now, but let's be clear, okay? So that is a source mm-hmm. of maybe anxiety for you, and I could get mad and say, I'm tired of you being a control freak, but let's make no mistake about it. Every mm-hmm. person has this as a need, and so 
it's like, yeah, you might need more calories than I do for food. But if even though my calorie count is less, if you take the calories that I do need, mm. I will get anxious. So you okay? mean like if I would try to ride your tractor or clean I up don't your mess, garage? Don't mess with or my place. Or touch your workbench? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Can I just say like he's got several workbenches? Like I'm not hey. allowed to touch. But the level of you have gone into there at certain times and started throwing things oh. away, and I'm like. Did you really just do that? <laughs> Did you like, really just walk I into help, my zone? But it's like, oh yeah, I have to look at it every day when I pull it. So, so make no mistake about it, guys. Like this is not about mm-hmm. just a control freak. It's about understanding like what your area is, mm-hmm. and you it is so helpful to identify it. Yeah. Like the calendar, I'm that's not my area really. Like, that is Linda's area, and so I literally, if you ask us what are we doing tonight, I'll say I don't know. Let me talk to Linda, okay? <laughs> because I know that that's an area that she is going to maintain. And I'm, I'm totally good with it. But like you said, uh, something in my interest, my hobbies, my work uh, place, I don't want you messing with it. And we yeah. found that home when we actually started um, working together yes. in the same office. <laughs> like we really started to realize the different areas of mm-hmm. control. But we at first we couldn't put words to it. Mm-hmm. We were just irritating the heck out of each other. Okay. Mm-hmm. And most of the time I was right and Linda was wrong. And I'm not You're touching not even, that. <laughs> I'm not going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. That was a joke right there, folks. <laughs> so the idea of us understanding, okay, and I remember us kind of saying, listen, you take care of the area that mm-hmm. you need to take care of. Let me take care of my area. And it's it's just because of the anxiety mm-hmm. that comes about, yeah. okay? And the lack of arguments. <laughs> yeah, well, because uh, we have a bigger goal. Yep. And the yep. goal is to, to get something to run, the yep. family to run, the marriage to run, the ministry to run, whatever it is. Okay, so okay. that's control, number one. Number two is respect, mm-hmm. okay? Everybody has a level of respect that they need, okay? Now, this one actually, no one wants to be disrespected, so yeah. let's just lay that out there. Nobody enjoys or appreciates being disrespected. I can't wait to just go to work today and be disrespected by my employees. No, that's not at all what we're talking about, but that indicates that we all have that need. But this is, I talk about the idea of control for you. This would be a heightened area of need, emotional need for me, but I will tell you, most men in Mm -hmm. general, Mm -hmm. in general, men talk about respecting or showing respect for each other. Mm -hmm. They look each other in the eye. They compliment each other's work. Man, you did a good job on that remodel job. That really looks good, okay? And that is kind of a, a show of love, but respect is mm-hmm. what we're actually looking for. And if I am disrespected, I won't hang around disrespect for long. It'll either provoke anger in me or I will walk away from it and get away because mm-hmm. I'm not going to hang out in an area where I'm not getting respect. Now, think about that in a marriage. Mm-hmm. If I'm in a marriage yeah. and I'm being disrespected in the marriage, I will shut down. Mm-hmm potentially leave the marriage, disengage. And again, these are all the symptoms. And I need to be able to say to my wife, in this mm-hmm. case, the example, I need to be able to say, you know, really what the problem here is, is you you interrupt me when I'm disciplining the kids, but the way you do it, I feel disrespected in mm-hmm. front of the kids. Mm-hmm. And so this makes me very upset or angry. 
Yeah. And so now I'm using mm-hmm. the word respect versus um, I hate the way you talk to me or mm-hmm. I hate the way, you know, you interrupt me when I'm disciplining the kids. I've actually put a word to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we got control, we got respect. And and I think the a third one is love. And, and we all have this felt need to be loved, to feel like someone cares. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so for women, especially that nurturing, that, that uh, connection is super important so that you know, we talk about the book Love and Respect before, mm-hmm. and I believe both women and men need love and respect. As yeah. you said, these are essential aids, not just for women and men, but for both. And so love is another one. Yeah. So just think about this. Um, and, you know, we, t- we talk about the idea of debating, um, you know, gender equality mm-hmm. and all of these gender roles mm-hmm. and all of these different things. And this, just like respect, was more of the nature of a man. Mm-hmm. Love is more of the nature of a woman. And so just to give you that example, you use the right word, hun, of it really is being cared for. Mm-hmm. Now, a man wants to be known that he's valuable, Okay, but a woman wants to be cared for at to the highest level, and and here's that highest level which Christ showed us: sacrifice, mm-hmm. sacrifice of even life. And so I, I would never say that a woman wouldn't die for her her husband, a wife wouldn't die for her husband, but it's almost like expected and assumed that a man should be willing to die for his mm-hmm. wife. Yeah. Okay, and and so and, and what it is saying. This is how much I care for you. Hmm. I would do anything for you. Yeah. I care. Okay. I think it's the nurturing too, just of feeling that time and that care and concern. Like if I'm sick, like it's not like, well, aren't you going to cook dinner? It's more like, hey, what can I do to help? Okay. Mm-hmm. So we got control, we got respect, we got love. And here's one of my biggies mm. on, and I'm telling you what, it pushes my button faster than anything. And that is trust. Mm. If I can't trust you, if your word doesn't mean anything and I can't, put my weight into it and trust it. Holy cow, this probably sets me off faster than anything. And I noticed that with, mm-hmm. especially like with the kids, if your words and actions don't match or a friend and, and, and I find out that I can't trust you, it really does take me back. Well, so trust speaks to um, all of us are designed to be relational. Yes. And relationship can only exist based on a platform of trust. A healthy relationship. A health, yes. Yeah, we have relationships all right. over the place that don't Well, have sometimes, trust, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so uh, the trust is essential. And when so we deal with the trust issue all the time in mm-hmm. marriage breakdown and parenting breakdowns and things like that. And it's just basically, well, we don't trust you mm-hmm. uh, to, because we've seen the fruit of your labor before mm-hmm. and it wasn't good. And so trust is essential. And so if I'm going to mm-hmm. actually engage engage in relationship, the very first thing that I have to have to start is trust. And so yeah. we see this with uh, brokenness and with affairs, uh, financial mm-hmm. expenditures that were unexpected and just assumed. And all of a sudden you get uh, the guy says, hey, I'm sorry about the affair. Yeah. And he wants to just get right back up and go mm-hmm. where he was going before in a relationship. And it's not happening. It's yeah. not going to happen because of the amount of anxiety and tension mm-hmm. that he introduced due to the break in trust. Yeah, I recently was talking to a couple that was trying to rebuild this trust. And uh, I just mentioned the Billy Graham rule, and we've talked about it in shows before. But Billy Graham rule is really just a healthy boundary. Mm-hmm. It kind of says, you and I have this, is that we're not going to dine alone. We're not going to drive alone. We're not going to travel alone with somebody of the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's told by your work. I don't care if they're good friends of the family. It's really just building that trust. It's saying, you know what, I'm not 
going to put myself in that position where maybe I don't have any feelings, but maybe that other person does. Right. Or maybe someone else sees us and then starts rumors about us. It's like, let's just be above reproach. Let's not even mm. put ourselves in that position. And so I was just challenging a couple that's working on rebuilding that trust to say, hey, would you be willing to do the Billy Graham rule? And, and Billy Graham was, it's kind of named for him because that was a, a huge part of his work that he did not do that just to give his wife that feeling of security and trust by saying, you can count on me that I'm not going to put myself in that position. Yeah. And, and his ministry over all those years in order for people yes. to buy into the ministry and believe in what he was doing, he yeah. didn't want that to have a ble- no. blemish on it. No. So, okay. So we've done control, respect, love, trust. This next one is we see this a lot with kids, okay? Mm-hmm. We see it with adults as well, for sure. But you see this with kids. And when you talk about kids going astray these days, much of it can come to this next one. And the next one is security. Yeah. All yeah, of us have safe. to have a level of feeling safe. Mm-hmm. If every day, so, you know, as mm-hmm. we're in the news these days, there's people talking about nuclear Armageddon and mm-hmm. nuclear war and all these things. And just the conversation of war in itself starts to cause a break in security um, Mm -hmm. within our mindset. And so when we have this right away, my emotional emptiness creates Mm -hmm. anxiety within me. And so I'm not in a comfortable place. So we have to understand I have to meet security needs. Now, Mm -hmm. we've joked before about your need for security is Mm -hmm. different than mine. I'll make no mistake again. It doesn't mean I don't have security needs, Mm -hmm. but you've tied it more to, listen, I need to make sure that the house is going to be paid for, that the cars are running, Mm -hmm. that that the kids have a place to sleep, all these things. Mm -hmm. And my nature might be like, oh, yeah, it's all taken care of. It's all good. Mm -hmm. And knowing when I minimize Linda's need for Mm -hmm. security, it is a slap in her emotional face Mm -hmm. and makes her uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And so part of what I've had to realize is, well, okay, so wait. I'm part of this deal. Mm-hmm. How can I help you meet that security need? Yeah. Okay. It's not like I don't want you to spend money on the thing that you enjoy or want to do or the job opportunity. It's it's literally that insecurity in me. Hun, I want to speak to this with COVID with our mm, kids, you yeah. know, when we had that break in routine and when all of a sudden everything was disrupted for them and everything was upheavaled for them, it, it brought us such a huge lack of security for our kids. And so we saw this huge rise in anxiety and depression and feeling of overwhelm and hopeless and stress because this is a huge essential need for our kids to feel safe. Divorce is another thing. Mm-hmm. When you've got two homes and you've got four different, sometimes adults, speaking into a child's life, there's not a real level of safety and security for our kids feeling. Yeah. And what we see with kids is they will struggle initially through the divorce. Mm. They'll be freaking out. Eventually they, they kind of, some of them go into a panic and anxiety and they have to get help to do that. Many of them will go hardened down. Mm-hmm. They'll say, well, this is the way it is. I just have to take care of myself and they become hardened. Yeah. And then they start trying to play the system. Like, well, I'm mm-hmm. going to get whatever I need. And we've yep. talked about that many times before, how they start manipulating the divorce situation to get what yep. they want. Yeah. So that's security. The next one is affection. 
okay? And so I want you to think about what affection is related to here. Affection is how we are um, interacting in relationship. Mm -hmm. And so affection could be, um, it could be holding hands. Um, It could be uh, sexual intimacy. It could be just time together, Mm -hmm. right? It could be just um, humor and laughing and how we interact. The idea here is I have to be able to interact and have somebody respond Mm -hmm. in an interaction back to me. So you've all seen before, like, you know, we teach our our young men to um, have a strong, firm handshake. Mm -hmm. And if you have a strong, firm handshake, it's basically that other person, that other man is is basically affirming. Mm -hmm. He's giving you like, hey, I'm right with Mm -hmm. you. And when he just gives you this cold, limp fish Mm -hmm. of a hand, you're like, yeah, right. There's nothing yeah. here. Yeah. Well, take that to a different level. Let's just say that I walk in the house and I say, hey, everybody, how you doing? And nobody responds to me. Mm-hmm. I have felt like there's no affection here. Mm-hmm. There's nobody putting back into me. So mm-hmm. affection is not just holding hands, but it's it's mm-hmm. the whole idea of how are we doing interacting with each other? And if I keep pouring into you to interact, mm-hmm. uh, if you keep trying to hold my hand and I keep pulling my hand away, mm-hmm. that eventually is going to cause a lot of tension. Yeah. And they all kind of go together, right? You feel disrespected. Yep. I feel yep. unloved. It breaks down trust, makes me wonder what's going on. I don't feel very safe and secure. So these are all intertwined. Even though you want to put them in little boxes, they are all oh, intertwined. Yeah, they they leak all, into each other. Yeah, yeah, they do. And so mm-hmm. affection is a huge thing. Our kids, you know, spouses will kind of withhold affection to kind of prove a point mm-hmm. or to kind of get back at their partner as revenge. And man, it just breaks down that need. And if you do that for very long, they're going to go find it somewhere else. Yeah. Not yeah. saying it's right, but that's what that's how big of a need it is, is that if and we have this, we have couples that come in, they haven't had been physically intimate with each other in years, sometimes decades. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're getting that somewhere, whether it be an affair, whether it be pornography, they're going to get that need met because it is a need. Well, and that goes to all of these yes. because they're needs. If yes. they're not being met in a healthy way, mm-hmm. uh, people, if they're going to get any level of health in their life, they're going to seek them elsewhere. Right, okay. Right. Yeah. So I might be disrespected in the house, but hey, mm-hmm. I, that means I'm going to double down at a place where I do get respect. So maybe I'm, I'm a work Mm-hmm. out in the field yeah. where at least all the guys will respect me. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Like, right. I'm going to get this. Otherwise, right. I'll starve. I'll die on the vine. Yeah. Okay. And this kind of, this next one goes with that, hun, and that is purpose. If we mm. do not, when you believe that there's a creator who intimately knows you and created mm. you, then you can understand better that you were created for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And that's really a struggle as we kind of have sucked faith and sucked the Lord out of our homes and our schools and our workplaces, there is this real void of purpose and identity. Like Mm -hmm. people don't even know, why am I even here? Why should I even care? And so that is something we've seen. And and really, honestly, God has put us in this place to glorify him with the gifts and the talents and and the experiences in our world that he wants us to use for his glory. Yeah, one of the quickest ways to depression is to mm. take somebody's purpose away or make mm. them believe they don't have, have a, purpose. a purpose. Yeah. And so we have to really understand everyone has to have a reason to get up out of bed. Mm. And we also have to be really careful at how we are allowing people to say we have purpose. And so I've been very critical of the schools over many years, of which I 
am a product of, <laughs> of in terms of environment of work um, that, you know, hey, if you're not good at reading, writing, arithmetic, you're not going to be good at much. Mm. And that, that whole message yeah. starts to permeate from a, a first grader on. Mm. And now we get guys who are graduating and they're like, well, I'm not good for anything. And yeah. that just can't happen. We have to know, as you said, hon, it's a God-given purpose. Mm -hmm. It's not a school-given, parent-given, church-given. Right. It's a God-given purpose. Now I need to say, like, okay, mm -hmm. how does God help me fill that void? Yeah, and that's funny that you bring that up about the schools because it is so important that we don't prioritize one career path or purpose mm. than the other. I mean, right. we need the electricians and the plumbers. We we need the mechanics and we need the garbage collectors. I mean, these are all important roles that we play. And again, that's not, you know, that's our, maybe our career. It's not our purpose, but you know, we've kind of elevated some people to be more important on this earth than others. And that's just a flat out lie of the enemy that God has created all of us for a purpose and has amazing plans for all of us, regardless of what we do or what our life looks like. Absolutely. All right. So the last one, the last one is also a major underpinning for all of these. And it is everyone has to have faith. Everybody has faith. And so Many of us have uh, wrapped our faith into our, our religion, okay, mm -hmm. or our Christianity. But make no mistake about this, everyone has to have a, a faith, okay? The problem that we run into is when your faith is grounded in something that is not very faithful, okay? Hmm. Meaning yourself, <laughs> okay like you know if i well I, I got it in me i can do it i can mm -hmm. do it and those all sound like good pep talks <laughs> but we know that we will fall short yes. right and when we do fall short does that mean we are a disaster we're a waste we're good for nothing mm -hmm. and so we we fail and we fail and we fail and so oh wait I need to have faith in something greater than myself. myself this is yeah. what we always talk about in um, Al Alcoholics Anonymous and in um, Celebrate Recovery. Mm -hmm. I have to have faith that there is something out there greater than me to anchor to. Yes. And this goes not just, so for us Christians, it doesn't just go to, to God or religion. It goes to the idea that God gives us eternity, as mm. we talked about in the last show, yes. the eternal uh, prospect that this goes well beyond. Yes. And so I have to believe that this is good for ever, mm -hmm. not for a while. Yeah, and that's why we, we connected these two shows. And so if you didn't have a chance to listen to last week's show, we really encourage you to go back because they are so intertwined. Mm -hmm. And that one builds off the other. But as rock-solid families and rock-solid radio believes, if we don't build on a rock-solid foundation, which the Bible says is Jesus Christ himself, he's the cornerstone, mm -hmm. he is the foundation that we build on, then everything else is going to be sinking sand. And so like that's why our that God-shaped hole came in from last week is that that foundation is critical on the success and the health of our lives, our relationships, our families, and our world today. All right. So let's take a couple minutes to show, talk about a few more obvious ways that we do not really understand how God plays into this. Okay. Like, what do you mean? So like, let's talk about control. All right. Are we going back to control again? Well, I don't know why we keep tapping back into control. <laughs> How but, are you? Why are you focusing on that one? Well, I, I use this because, uh, and this is even, this is uh, well outside of just moms. Mm -hmm. 
But we'll watch, um, well, you've all probably seen this. Maybe you've even done this, where you uh, want it like control and respect. So let's say you're going out on a date, right? Not you and I, but like if before you knew. We can't go well, on a date? Well, I, I don't have the money to do what I'm getting ready to say. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But, but the idea, you, we've all known and seen somebody where they're trying to impress someone and they go out on this date and they go into this nice restaurant and they go to the table mm -hmm. that the uh, host is drive, walking them to and they go, oh. And they go, hmm. And they open their wallet up and pull out a big Ben Franklin on there and they go, hey. Is that a dollar? That, that would be a hundred, huh? Oh. I know that this... <laughs> It's unusual in our home. To, we don't see those. It got two zeros on it. Okay. It's like, I don't think that would really get you a whole lot with a dollar. <laughs> What's on the dollar? Oh my gosh. Seriously. This is what we're talking about. You, you are disrespecting George. 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 Okay. Okay. Sorry. All right. I'm sorry. I digress. That, we're going to cut that out. That was embarrassing that you don't know that. All right. But anyway, mm -hmm. all of a sudden we will try to exert our power and control mm -hmm. by the use, the shortcut of money. Mm -hmm. So I'm mm -hmm. still wanting to fulfill my emotional need of having control, okay? But now I'm going to use not God. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use something that I created or brought in in my mind, and that would be money. And I'll say, hey, here's a hundred. Can you get me the table over by the window? Because mm -hmm. that would be a nicer view for the lady I'm trying to respect yeah, or trying to get the respect. You've me. never done that before. No, I've never done that because I don't have any of the Ben Franklins, but I've seen people do that before. <laughs> and so guys, here's what I'm talking about. These emotional needs, if we don't understand how they're attached to God and how God, we need to understand how God wants us to have them fulfilled, how God can help us, we will try to mm. shortcut them. So mm. listen to what I said. We will try to shortcut them. I will do everything I can mm. in my power mm. to get these things um, under uh, under my abilities mm. to get them where I need them to be. All right, I will um, I will drive affection the way I want it driven. Okay, I will um, buy security systems and insurance policies, <laughs> whatever I can to get security. Um, I will buy love. Okay, I will demand respect. I'll do all these things, mm. and you have to know, like I'm shortcutting God out of this picture mm. versus sitting back <clears throat> and saying, God. What does this mean? Yeah. How can I know that you will provide for mm. my needs? That's a perfect okay. segue into next week's show yep. where we're going to really um, talk with someone who really tried to shortcut them. He knew he had needs and, and really didn't understand how he was shortcutting them until much later on. So I, it's a great story. Um, somebody that we've worked with mm -hmm. and um, God has done some amazing things in their life, but it really speaks to this whole idea of, you know, how do we find God even in the middle of some tough storms and, you know, satisfying it and shortcutting it like some people tend to do. We all do, yes, right? We all, we, do. we all do. We've all been guilty of it. <laughs> yes. None of us have this uh, packaged and wrapped nicely. It's no. it's an ongoing um, daily bread sort of occurrence. Yeah. So your homework and the challenge is if you didn't listen to last week's show, go back and listen to the God-shaped hole. And then if not, if you've already listened, then next week, tune in to um, this third part of this that we truly talk about and share with uh, a story of one way that we try to shortcut 
All right. So we want to thank all of our sponsors, Maxwell Construction and Casey's Outdoor Solutions. We want to thank all of our listeners. Please continue to share the shows. Give us those five-star ratings and, uh, you know, reach out to us. You've got a question. You've got a comment. Please, uh, you can get us at rocksolidfamilies.org. Or if you have an actual um, need that you're feeling Mm -hmm. like is not being met, whether it's as an individual or marriage or parenting Mm -hmm. situation, uh, we don't have all the answers, but we know who does. And so come on in and maybe we can help you with some of those. So you can call us at 812-576-7625. So we have a need to close this show down. Yeah. And honestly, if if you do listen and you really have never let us know, let us know. It is kind of fun to hear. We actually have clients who will come back and they will like quote us. And they'll they'll remind us of something we said, and so it's kind of a fun way. Just saying, I like, didn't say that. Yeah, you did. I got it. <laughs> we're on like tape. we're not talking out into the air. So you know, reach out to us. You can get us through RockSolidFamilies.org. And again, thank you so much for listening to Rock Solid Radio, building a stronger community, one family at a time. Make it a great day. Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Maxwell Construction, who has been our sponsor since the very beginning. For over 30 years, Maxwell has delivered the highest quality projects by holding to their core values of customer satisfaction, positive attitude, respect, and excellence. So if you have any kind of commercial construction need, give Maxwell Construction a call today at 812-537-2200.